everybody, welcome to Actively Autistic. I'm Gabby, and I am with today, or something, my friend from the Netherlands, Nicole. Hello, everyone. We've been through hell and back to get this recording started, yes, but we did we it. <laughs> that was like, we started at like 11, and now it's 11.30, and like, a lot of our audio is lost because of computers not working or in yeah. basically mine mine was not working <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but 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 we're going to take you guys on a journey also through hell and back because everybody hates job interviews oh it's true it's so true um and I think I'm a lot less venti this time, um, but basically what I was saying before the audio decided to stop working was um, I love both of my jobs. I like, I like, I'm okay with school. Online school is really, really difficult. I have no motivation for it. Um, but. Considering that I've been in school nonstop, except for like the maximum most of a two week break, and I've been working nonstop, except for the weekends, which now that I'm working at um, Domino's, I don't even have weekends off anymore. I've been experiencing severe burnout. I think it's burnout. Probably, um, yeah. It says, like, because I found this on another autistic thing on, on another autistic group that I follow on Facebook and it says signs I'm stuck in freeze mode trouble focusing avoiding behavior um, as in not doing any of your work stiffness and joints sense of dread extra tired and lack of motivation I've I've been having this sense of dread for probably about two weeks now maybe maybe a week um, I've been having lack of motivation for such a long time. Um, I've been extremely tired lately. I don't know about the trouble focusing, but that's probably a thing, and I just don't realize it. Um, and stiffness and joints is definitely something, because my body hurts so much. And, like... Well, take care of yourself. I know, I need to ask... I need to ask someone in particular for a massage. <laughs> someone in particular being your significant other? <laughs> exactly. Um, and avoiding being- You know what you should plan? <laughs> you should plan in time for stuff you like doing. Because in your whole schedule, it only says work, either school work or Domino's work. And you should really just make like a slot from this time till this time, I'll be, for example, watching a movie or gaming or stuff like really plan it in because it really works. Yeah, that's what I started doing, I think, last night and Wednesdays. Um, I took off because I was working on Wednesdays and on Wednesdays I have volunteer work as well. So I'm just going to go volunteer in the morning for four hours and then I'm going to uh, come home and probably do nothing um that's 
Okay. And I've been having a lot of avoiding behavior as well, because like, oh, I have this homework to do? Ha! I'm gonna... Like, drives are what relax me the most, so I'm gonna go for a drive, or whatever. Um, but the people that I go on drives with, like my friend Q, um, Nathaniel doesn't really like drives that much, so I always take Q anyway. Um, but school is in full swing for him as well, and it's like, I'm sorry, I'm so needy for a drive. <laughs> no. I just need a drive. That's all I need like, from all the addictions you can have, driving is not the worst. That's true. That, that, that's true. Um, like, if driving is your quick fix, just go at it. That's true. I think the only thing that sucks right now is gas. Like, down here yeah. uh, in Colorado, or at least in the Denver, Aurora, Thornton, Broomfield, Westminster areas, diesel is currently $1.99 per gallon, as to where regular unleaded gas for everything that's not diesel is like two dollars and like tw and thirty cents a gallon and so like we have to pay more for it and then depending on what gas station you go to they have two different prices if you pay with cash you get the you get the cheaper cash if you pay with card you get the more expensive gas and um that's, that's weird <laughs> yeah or like some gas stations will have if they have a car wash they'll be like oh here's your cheaper gas with a car wash as opposed to oh this is the regular price um <laughs> and it's just it, it can be really annoying so sometimes that's like the biggest thing um but i've definitely been having avoiding behavior because like i said i won't do my work um until like it's absolutely dire which has been me like every sunday um but yeah. I had that today. I had that today. I had to like prepare like a mini lesson, like for today, <laughs> and I was kind of doing it uh, in the train mm -hmm. to university. And like at university, I was still preparing for the mini lesson. I was like, "What are you doing? You had like the whole Sunday. Why didn't you do it on Sunday?" <laughs> But I just didn't want to do it on Sunday. That sounds about right, yeah. That's my reason. So, uh, I really get the uh, avoiding behavior. <laughs> so I guess our general um, advice is if you're experiencing burnout, just make sure you take time for yourself. Take that nap. Watch that movie or TV show. Play that video game. Go for that drive. You know, just make sure that you absolutely take care of yourself. Drink water. Drink yeah. a lot water. of water. Not alcohol. Water. <laughs> water. Um, especially here in Colorado, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that because our altitude is higher than a lot of the other states, you actually need to drink more water than what you would normally drink at a state with lower elevation. Um, because, and we drink, like, yeah. way less water because we're below sea level. Fair enough. Yeah, see, and I <laughs> You don't have to drink any water. <laughs> yeah, 
And, like, because here in Colorado, you'll get super dehydrated, and you're like, well, I drink, like, five glasses of water today at, like, 16 ounces. And it's like, that's not enough. You, you need more than that if you live in Colorado. So. <laughs> I don't know that. You learn something every day. Right? Um, like, take care of yourself and plan in free time. Like, don't only plan work and stuff you hate also plan in stuff you like to do it makes your schedule less dreadful to look at yeah it really helps yeah yeah because when you look at your schedule and it's only work you're like oh i don't want to do today but if it's like i'll work and then uh, in the evening i will do something fun and you have something to look out for that's true Cause like my Saturdays and Sundays, if I get off around like six or, um, mostly six. Yeah. I think looking at this, mm -hmm. uh, then I'd be like, oh, I have time to go for drives if Q is free. Um, or I can go for a drive on my own because I've been listening to, uh, the audio book of Dune. It's good. I, I would recommend it. I would, uh, I would highly recommend it. Q, uh, Dune, D-U-N-E, is coming out in theaters soon-ish, okay. I think. And, uh, this is, like, Q's favorite book. And he's like, you're welcome to come see the movie with me if you want. And I'm like, yes, I will. And I'm like, heck yes. <laughs> it's a sci-fi type book, but it's looks really cool it's amazing it's a good book i really really like it and so like going to work i'll listen to the book and then after i get off of work i will take the long way home so that way i'm out for like an extra hour so i can just <laughs> listen to the book uh while i drive and then if i'm still feeling like that sense of dread like i'm feeling late i've been feeling lately um i'll go for another drive and just like listen to the book some more it's really really nice um i do recommend the book and like yeah but yeah i'm not working on wednesdays anymore because i told my manager i'm like school is starting to give me more work which is true and also i'm just so tired like i i thought I could communicate, like, on my second day of work, I was really happy saying mm -hmm. that I am now, like, a front-of-house person as opposed to a back-of-house person. And for those who haven't worked in restaurants before or in the food industry, a front-of-house person is, like, your server, the person who greets you, um, the people who give you, like, your money back and stuff like that. That's a front-of-house person. As to where a back-of-house person doesn't have to communicate with customers at all, and they just make the food, prep the food, um, and clean the kitchen and stuff like that, which is also really nice. Um, and I was really happy that, you know, a normal back-of-house person like myself could be front-of-house, but I am so drained. I, I can't. I can't do that much anymore, and it's just like... And I think I figured out my tipping point was, like, last week, I think. Uh, on Saturday, I had 
two hours before my shift was over, and I had just gotten off of a phone call with a customer, and I set the phone down, and as I set the phone down, it rang again. And then, and then it was just too much. We, we can, we can let it ring two, twice, two rings. So on the first ring, I went, I just put my hand on the phone and went, Ah! <laughs> as the second ring started and I'm like thank you for calling Domino's how can I help you today and it's like you need those moments yeah that was that was a severe moment of just like oh my god no you know like it was it, it was what it was and then I was like oh my god that was really amusing to me because you know and so that just lightened my mood for the rest of the show because it was That's... like <laughs> it was just it crazy. sounds hilarious i can just see it in my head you're like with your head on the phone like screaming <laughs> for like a good second and then just picking up like very politely <laughs> exactly yep you gotta have that customer service voice yeah, if you you gotta have that customer service voice. That's what you should say in your job interview. I have the very good customer service voice. That's true. Um, but no, I I love my job. I'm I'm happy to interact with customers. It's just like sometimes, and uh, it's a lot. And sometimes it just doesn't work for, you know, however long you're doing it for. And you need a break. Um, and I think that also plays a lot into not only being autistic, but also being a neurotypical. But, like, I really don't know how people can do this kind of thing where they're, like, working all the time and have to interact with people because I'm so tired. <laughs> Yes, yeah, same. I had to like teach. I believe I did. I did four lessons last week, oh, and each okay. was like seventy-five minutes. But they were long lessons, and like at the end of the week, I was exhausted. Like it, it was not. It was like only one hour some days, but it was just so much that you had to look out for like the interaction with the students and then like making sure you had like um how do you say that order in your class like it was <laughs> it was the hardest thing i've ever done <laughs> but i still want to become a teacher so i don't know what why i'm like this but i still want to do it but it makes me tired as heck yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I used to want to be a teacher. I used to want to be a counselor. And then I just had experiences where it's like interacting with people is way too much. And it's like, I need to figure out something else to do. So I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, the thing I like about like being a teacher is that you can kind of, you have like a sort of um you can like fill in your your own lesson like the way you want it like you do have to teach certain subjects but the way you teach them you can choose for yourself and i kind of like that 
That's awesome. I, I like that a lot. That sounds great. Those ups and downs. Like every job. <laughs> True. Every job does have its ups and downs, its pros and its cons. And so did you have like a job interview for the Domino's job? I did. And I am you so did. glad you brought that up because that's what we're talking about today. Jobs and job interviews yeah. in particular. Exactly. Um, so tell me a bit about yourself. <laughs> oh God. That's like one of the main questions they always ask and it's like... They always ask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice, I guess. I, I, I'm very... I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, oh my god. Wait, are you on the <coughs> same link that I'm on? For like... I, I think I have the 27 most common job interview yeah! questions. Yeah, that's what we're both on. We're both on the same link. Oh my god. Cool. Um. <laughs> so like the first one, like they always ask this one. Oh, don't die. You're fine. <laughs> they always say, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. But they never want to hear something about you. They want to hear something that makes you qualified for the job. <laughs> Which is... Horrible. Why wouldn't they just ask what makes you qualified for this job? Right? That is a little bit confusing. Yeah. Um, and it looks like... And also, another thing that I think what we should touch today is talking about your resume slash CV. Um, mm -hmm. Because those are a thing. I didn't know a CV existed until I was in college. And I'm like, what's what's a CV? Oh, really? Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. We had to do those in school. Like, in high school. We had to do... We had to make CVs. Oh, and we had to practice, like, how to write a letter to, like, see, uh, employers. I wasn't taught how to write a cover letter, either. And when I when I was applying for jobs in college... They were like, oh, you have to write a cover letter. And I'm like, what's a cover letter and how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, we call them motivation letters, literally translated. But I think it's the same thing. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of why you want the job, why you're qualified. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's our cover letter. I like that. Motivation letter sounds better. Sounds nicer. Less stressful. <laughs> Only a little bit less stressful. I, th I think the biggest tip you could ever have about a job interview is that you basically just have to sell yourself. So, yeah. as if you would want to sell a product, you if you wanted to sell a product to someone, you would only tell like the very good parts about it. And if it has bad parts, then you barely touch on them. Or you twist them around so they can be good things instead. Yep. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like selling yourself to the employer. So that the employer is like, yes, I want this person in my team. But that's, that's very hard to do. I make it sound easier than it is. Exactly. So, 
Um, okay. Nicole, I'm going to interview you for a teacher position. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I also have to do this in English because you're way harder. This is, this is unfair. Um, no, so I, I think I'm qualified for this teaching position because I love working with students. And I think uh, I can present myself in a good way and I think I can explain subjects in many different ways. Also, I'm very flexible, which is, by the way, a key word, flexible. I don't know why, but they love hearing flexible. So very flexible in my work hours. I don't mind working a little bit late or working, doing stuff at home. Uh, I'm very active in the... Uh, I'm a very active person in school. Like I love organizing stuff or doing extra things to uh, further the lesson plan. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> nice. It's it's basically all. Well, it's not. <laughs> I want to say it's bullshit, but it's not not all bullshit. But you have to like. Thicken it until it's it's almost not about you anymore. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, let's see. Let, let me see some stuff in there that I said is actually true about me. So I love working with students. That's that's just true. I also love organizing things, which is also kind of a thing that I have because I'm autistic, maybe. Because I'm adapted to organizing my stuff very well. Because I like order. So that could be a good thing in, for example, school setting or organizing projects, but also in, in almost any other job. And if you're bad at scheduling, but you need it, then you could also say something like that. So I might not be very good at organization, but I've adapted to it by writing everything down, stuff like that. Maybe. Okay, I have a quick question just because I want to hear what it sounds like. Can you say that in um, in your language, like what you would normally say? Or what you would say? Oh, wait, which part? <laughs> uh, like an example from like telling us about yourself. Like how would you say that in... <laughs> I just want to hear what in it dark. sounds like, I'm sorry. I have to switch language. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Except um, mine is with sign language. Yeah, I think that I gemaakt ben for this baan. Want I think that I heel erg goed kinderen kan motiveren, heel erg goed dingen kan uitleggen, kan heel erg goed luisteren. Uh, ik ben ook heel flexibel, dus ik kan heel veel uh, werkuren en zo. Of ik kan me niet erg om dat thuis te doen. <laughs> is dat kind of what you want? Yes, that is so cool. Sorry. <laughs> so I basically uh, told you guys that I am a very good listener. And I can explain things very well. And I love working. No, I didn't say I love working with students. But I said I... I'm sorry? Did you say you were flexible? I did say I was flexible. Yeah, in working hours. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, which is, uh, the, like, the weird part is, like, a uh, job mm -hmm. in Dutch is baan. Baan? 
which is like yeah which is like a really different word it's like b-a-a-n oh okay don't know why <laughs> but it's a really different word <laughs> i like that that's cool sorry that was just super <laughs> cool um i find that english comes like more easily to me when i'm speaking to someone in english <laughs> That makes sense. It's like I could not answer you in Dutch if you like gave me a question in English because that's that doesn't work in my brain. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way with sign language because it's like when I'm conversing with someone in sign language, I know exactly like what to say and like kind of how to say it. I still really suck at grammar. But, like, when I'm trying to show someone sign language and teach someone, it's like, uh-huh, uh, hold on, my brain has to do the switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. But it's so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I saw something, like, I, I, it was a while ago, but I never thought about it. But I saw two people, well, I saw one person who was, like, video calling with someone else. She was doing sign language. And I have never thought about that before. Like, they could video call and do sign language. Uh-huh. Because yes. I think either one of them was deaf or both of them were deaf. But I've never thought about that way to use, like, a video call. And I felt so stupid for never realizing that that could be a thing. Yeah, it's... I really want to know sign language. I can't wait to actually like use that part of the server because we have a channel on the actively autistic server that is for sign language and actually actually be able to do that but god life is life is hard. I mean I would use it but it it would be more beneficial for me to know Dutch sign language. That's also true. I think there's a different. Yeah, wait, there's. you might, you might. You, wait, is there Dutch sign language? I th I, I think there might be. Because I know there's British sign language, Chinese sign language, um, Mexican sign language. I think it's what because I know. Um, yeah, we have a different one. Nice. MGT. Which is a Nederlandse gebarentaal. Which is Dutch sign language. Nice. That is so awesome. And that also I we should compare those. Anyway. Um <laughs> Yeah, we should. <laughs> Second question of the job interview. What is your biggest weakness? Um, I would say for me personally, my biggest weakness is working too hard that, that's actually a very good one to say because it is a weakness but it can be turned into a strength yeah. like um, it, it is it could be a weakness for you but for an employer it might be a strength mm -hmm. that's true so like yeah so let's see um yeah because like it says here 
So your biggest weakness is that you'll put more hours than everyone else. Great! You know? Yeah. Um, that, that, he doesn't mind. Or he or she. Or yeah. everything in between. I think the I think one of the things that I used to say, or that I do say, is that one of my biggest weaknesses is actually not taking a break when I need to. Um, just because yeah. I... I, you know, I want to keep working and I want to keep doing what I need to and that I don't actually really take a break. But I've been working on trying to make sure that I get that break in there so that way I don't um, overextend myself and so that way I can do my job a lot better. Yeah, I think I at least always say that as one answer to the, this question and I always... I think I always say like I work too hard because mm -hmm. I, I really can. I don't know if it, it is my biggest weakness, but it is one that I use for this question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one that's a lot more difficult to answer is something like, what are your biggest strengths? Yeah, this is something you should, I think you should prepare. In advance like you don't have to prepare an entire interview because it won't go the way you planned but you can write down some of your strengths in advance so you you have them in your head and you can use them yeah practice and it's always time. good to think about it so this one in particular is saying that um be clear and precise if you're a great problem solver don't just say that Provide a few examples um, and prove that you're a great problem solver. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how you would necessarily do that. I have no idea. Yeah. I think you could use at least like a couple of strengths. Yeah. You could always say, I'm enthusiastic. Always a good one. I have great passion for my work, or I love working in a team, or I don't mind working alone, could also be strengths. Oh, that's another good one, yes. Uh, oh, uh, what is it called? Self-directed. Being self-directed yeah. is really good. Uh, like, uh, you can take initiative and stuff like that. And also, I'm uh, very independent. I don't need much guidance, for example. Like if you are someone that likes to work alone, for example, if you don't like having too many people around, then you can say, uh, I'm very independent, I uh, learn things really quickly. So you can uh, already prepare the employer that you uh, like working alone and that you can do that. Mm -hmm. You don't need someone like standing over your shoulder to make sure you're doing it correctly. True. Um, <coughs> ooh, sorry. Uh, another question is, where do you see yourself in five years? And I hate this one. This, you should not. Okay, <laughs> be as truthful as you can, but don't be truthful. About where you actually see yourself in five years. Like, I remember this was like my very first uh, job at Front Range Community College when I was interviewing with my boss, Robert. And he asked me that question. And I was like, oh, 
you know, I in five years I hope to at least be earning my master's degree so I can go on to be a psychologist or whatever, right? And that's yeah. that's not and I was interviewing for a back of house position and a front of house because he had me work cash register. Um, but you know, when people already have their food prepared, all I have to do is push a few buttons and we're good. <laughs> that's the nice part. Um, but like, you know, but because I was interviewing for being like a dishwasher and a back of house person, that's not necessarily what he wanted to hear because what he actually wanted to hear was, do you still see yourself in the food industry? Um, you know, that kind of thing. And so like, if he asked me today, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, I see myself still continuing to kind of just, um, be able to give the best experience possible to my customers and so and as well as hopefully possibly even being a manager um something like that i guess yeah i think i think your answer is not that weird because i think like when you're a student you have lots of hopes and dreams and of course you take like little jobs to earn some money mm -hmm. but if you are like actually entering like a big company where you will hopefully stay for like at least five years then then you really need to have an answer prepared for this one but i i just think this question is rubbish <laughs> i think they should never ask this question it's very, it's very on the spot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know where I am in five years. <laughs> exactly. Like, How should I know? <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that was like, you know, uh, five years ago, we really didn't know what, what we would, what 2020 would be like. You know, we no. really didn't have that 2020 vision. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, because like many people thought they that this year they would like get a diploma and get a graduation and stuff like that and well guess what <laughs> you never know we were in lockdown with people not avoiding the plague yeah yeah, yeah. so well, this question is just i'm sorry if you're in the states is that oh especially here in the states it's just bad it's yeah uh, with the fires as well no Oh, California. Yeah. The fires have made everything like feel so much worse. Um, Horrible. Yeah. So, honestly, you can't really see yourself in five years. You can't know where you're going to be. But, sadly enough, you can't really tell that to your job interviewer, maybe. I mean,. If, if one of your best qualities and yet your worst quality is being extremely blunt and honest, um, I would say that, but then give a hopeful answer, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, but if you're, like, blunt and honest, then you could say, uh, I'm, I'm good at giving critiques, but I'm also good at receiving mm -hmm. uh, critique and stuff like that. So you could kind of twist it around. To where it's still true, but kind of prettier true. Yeah, that's fair. I think, yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, but, like, and honestly, in five years, I really do hope that I'm still working at Domino's because I really like it there. I love my manager uh, slash boss. I love the other managers that I work for and with. I love the other people. I love everybody that I work at the store with. You know, they're all awesome and they're very understanding. Um, I think my main manager, my main boss manager, knows that I have autism, and I told that I, I told him that on like the day I went in to like set up my schedule. I was like, look, I was like, I am autistic, and he's like, okay. You know, he has a family member with autism, someone who's very close with him, and. They're very small, you know, they're a small child, not yet, like, um, fully verbal or anything like that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Still young enough, but he's like, just talk to me, and, you know, I'll help you understand things. I love it when people are understanding. And that was the most amazing thing. When I was interviewing with James uh, for the position that I have at CII, I told him, I was like, I don't know how to say this, I, I'm, but I'm newly diagnosed with autism, and here are some of the things that I have difficulties with. And James understands that completely, you know? So, like, sometimes job interviewers you're, who are going to be your boss are absolutely amazing people and very, very understanding, which is really, really nice. Everybody's still human. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, so, of course, like a job interview would make everyone nervous, but please keep in mind that everybody's human and there are very good people out there that you can, that are very accepting. And if you want to tell them you have autism, then please do, because like, if they immediately like show rejection or something like that, then that's not the place for you. <laughs> You should probably not be working there because they won't, yeah, give you what you need. Mm -hmm. No, that's exactly it. If they can't, yeah, I feel like they should be able to accept you at least a little bit more. Um, Because the job interview is for you as well. mm -hmm. It's also, exactly, it's not the job interview person assessing you. It's also you assessing the job interviewer, especially if yeah, they exactly. are going to be your boss. Um, and you can ask them questions too. Like, it's not like a, what do you call it? Like an interrogation. <laughs> like, it should be an open discussion. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It shouldn't be, like, I guess more like an interrogation is what an interview always feels like. Um, yeah. But questions should always go both ways. And that's another thing is that that we should touch on is, you know, make sure you have questions prepared, you know, um, unless you're like me and you have questions, but you just won't say it because you're too scared to ask. Like, Same. when is the payday? What's the salary going to be like? Um, you know, what do you guys do about vacation time? That kind of stuff. Um yeah everything is very important how flexible are you guys like if something comes up you know what what 
happens in this event that something comes up and I can't make my shift. You know, that kind of thing. Just make sure you have those questions. And then if you get up the courage enough to ask or feel comfortable enough to ask, then do ask those questions because those questions can be very helpful for you to know. And so, like, yeah. Oh, and do your research. Do your research on the places that you are going to be working at. Um, yes. That's a big one. Not only is do they do do people recommend this for like you to show that you know about the company and that you're excited to work there, especially if it's like for a career type thing, but also do your research for you. And by doing your research for you, um, it should be easier to kind of say whether or not you want to put yourself there. Like, say you're in a tight spot and you need to, you know, find a job as quickly as possible. And so you just um, apply to all of these different jobs that sound like they're pretty good. But then actually look at each one of those places and say, okay, so I applied to, I applied to this place and I applied to this place. What are the pros and cons of working here? What is it actually like? Do they have specific health benefits over this place? You know, that kind of thing. Um, make sure to do your research. I actually didn't do my research, but when I went into Domino's and I found out all of this stuff about Domino's, I was like, oh, hell yeah. This place is amazing. And then I went and I did more research of my own and it confirmed what I heard. So, you know, I get health ben I get health insurance. If I'm working, like, full-time, which is about 30 hours a week or so, if I'm working full-time, I can apply, I can um, apply for the health insurance, and I get health insurance. If I have a family, my family gets added onto that health insurance. You know, they cover uh, dental and doctor appointments and stuff like that. They give you, uh, you know, good terms of maternity leave if you're pregnant. You know, that kind of thing. And so that's just really important, I think. Well, important stuff. And, and with the autism acceptance thing, we have, uh, or there are a few companies that spe specifically, like, recruit um, autistic people and find the right employers. And not all of them are, like technicians and stuff like that it's not all technical stuff i found one but that one was centered in the uk i believe that was stack recruitment but i think there are also companies like that in the us where you can kind of yeah well lay your problems down there and if you are very bad at job interviews where you just freeze or stuff like that they can really help you find like the right employers mm -hmm. and it's not all nasa and calculations and mathematicians stuff not the stereotypical uh, autism jobs as to say yeah so it would it can also really help to look for like companies like that in your country 
or in your state that can help you find the right employer. Exactly. Um, let's see. I haven't really heard a lot of these questions. Out of all candidates, why should we hire you? Kind of links to like, what are your best qualities? Yeah. It's kind of the same question, I think. Yeah, it definitely is, I would say. Um, this this one is a good one. Why do you want this job? They often ask this. I can't actually, I can't say anything about that one. I've never been asked that question before. I've kind of, kind of been asked that question, but not like really. Like, why do you want this job? More like, why do you want the job? Like, wh why would you want to work here? And mm -hmm. money is never a good answer. Like money is the right answer, probably if you are going for like a, a few hours job. Like money is probably your biggest motivation, but that should not be your answer to this question. You kind of have to, like, really think about what they can offer you. For example, if you like to communicate with people, because I know uh, there are a lot of autistic people that really like to communicate with people despite the stigma, is if you want this and the job offers you this, like you can you can work, for example, in a call center, which would be my biggest nightmare, but there are probably some people that want this. You could like really say, oh, I really want to help people, or I want to communicate with people and stuff like that. You really have to find out why you want this job and not another job. That's the question. I don't know why I explained that so specifically. Um, yeah, for, no, thank you for that. Sorry. So, for example, I want to be a teacher because I like helping students and I really like biology, which would be my subject of teaching. And I really like that I can plan my own lessons. That would be reasons for me to want to become a teacher instead of any other job so it has to really be specifically for the job you're uh, applying to mm -hmm. so why did you want to work at domino i needed a job <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted money leave me alone <laughs> I, I actually did yeah thank god they didn't ask me that like why do you want to work here um actually maybe they did but, like, to be completely honest, too, and my friend Q and I have an ongoing joke. I mention Q a lot, but that's because he's, like, one of my greatest friends. Um, but, like, uh, I have worked in the food industry since 2016. That was my very first job, was working at Skate City. I made food, and I had to interact with customers. Um, and take their orders. And some parents are absolute assholes. Um, <laughs> pardon my language. It's true. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, but that wasn't my goal at Skate City. My goal at Skate City was to be a DJ. But I also worked for a manager who gave me the glass ceiling. 
which is basically because I'm a woman and because I'm a girl, no matter my work hours, no matter how well I do it, all of the other jobs that I was told I had to learn, I still couldn't become a DJ. Sounds so sad. No. It was so infuriating, I quit. That's just sexism. You could report someone for that. I could, and I should have, to be completely honest, but I didn't. Because I was like, how old was Young. I? 2016? <laughs> I think I was 17. Yeah, I understand why you didn't. Yeah, but like, you know, so that kind of started me off. And then when I went to Front Range, FRCC, I was looking for a job and I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, that sounds interesting. And I applied and I never got an email or anything back from them. But the one that I did apply to that I did hear back from was working in the cafeteria. And I was like, I know how to do that. I can do that. And so, um, you know, I, I had an interview with Robert and... You know, he asked me some of those questions that we had already gone over, and then he hired me that day. You know, he's like, when can you start? Um, and Robert is the best boss, aside from James and my new manager, that I have ever had. But Robert was the very first boss that was absolutely amazing, and I miss the hell out of Robert. Um... But, like, sorry, I had a hair in my mouth. Um, <laughs> Robert, if you're out there, you did a good job. <laughs> yes, Robert, you are amazing. Um, but, so, I learned how to make pizzas at, well, I learned how to make pizzas at Skate City. And then I did, made pizzas at uh, working for Robert. I did dishes. I, you know washed out a lot of the stuff that we used. Of course I did dishes. Dishes was a major thing. Um, sometimes I helped with prep, you know, so I learned a lot of that stuff. And so when I applied for Domino's, I was like, I know how to do that. I can do that. That's something I can do. And so, um, you know, that's actually why I applied at Domino's because that's, <laughs> Q and I have this running joke. And I say it's a running joke, but I honest to God think it's the most serious thing that ever. I, I've always joked, you know, and he and I have always joked, we're going to be in the food industry service forever. Like, once <laughs> you're in, you're in, and you're never leaving. And to be completely honest, that feels very, very true. Because no matter how much we're joking about it, we still work in food. Um, <laughs> Actually, I think it's the routine, maybe. Like, yeah. it's doing the same thing. Even dishes. I don't mind doing dishes. Because it's like doing the same thing. Everything has to be in the same place. Exactly. And it's really, really nice. Um, and so, like, that's honestly why I applied at Domino's. Because I was like, hey, there's a part-time job I can actually do. Um, you know, but that's also an... Yeah. That's, a, that's also a good answer to that, that question. Why do you want this job? You could say because I, I've worked in the food industry and I really like that job. Mm -hmm. So I would want to work in the food industry again. That would be a great answer, I think, to that question. Yeah. Or if you've never worked in the food industry, you can say, oh, I want to like get some experience working in the food industry. 
That could still be a, be a better answer than money, even though money is true. Exactly. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. And like, um... Oh god, I had it, and now it's gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> the reason why I say that our running joke has turned serious for me is because... Um, one, it's something I enjoy. Two, Domino's has health insurance. That is like the highest height up there because once you turn, I think, I think once you turn 24, you can no longer be on your parents' insurance. Once you get married, you can no longer be on insurance. So like, you know, you have to get your own thing. But Domino's offers health insurance for their full-time workers. I will happily do that because some of the companies that I might end up working for after I graduate might not offer health insurance. And then what? You know, my, medi my medication gets expensive again. Um, my doctors are shit. Sorry, it's true. Yeah, this is really an American problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like we have health insurance, just it's it's mandatory for everyone and in the Netherlands, and I think expensive. in Europe to pay health insurance. Yep. Yeah. To you make guys, sure it's you guys cheap. get free health insurance, right? No, it's it's not free, but like everybody has to pay for the mm -hmm. people that need it. So well, everybody like, pays so like the same. Paid via amount. taxes, basically. Uh, yeah, kind of, but you can kind of, um, like, choose if you, for example, have, like, bad teeth. You can up the health insurance on the dental work and stuff. Or if you uh, maybe are an Olympic uh, athlete, uh, you might want to up the, your health insurance for physiotherapy. Like, if you, like, sprain a, a muscle or something. So you have, like, you can balance it. <laughs> That's so, really nice. Yeah. See, guys, this is why I want to move to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like everybody pays. And most of the time, you pay for nothing. Because you don't get sick. So you pay for other people. And, uh, like, we kind of have the saying that, well, at least I didn't get anything. So... Yes, I paid, but I didn't get anything serious, so it's all good. Mm -hmm. Because when you get, for example, cancer, it, it, the costs go up like you wouldn't believe. But that's not here. So if you get cancer, you get all treatment. Everything. Like, everything is covered. Because the people who don't get sick pay a little bit for the people who do get sick. See, I think we need to have that here, but people here like, oh no, they want to they want to raise our taxes type of thing, and people get really mad, you know. Yeah, people also get mad here, but then, then again, we're Dutch people, so we're always a bit grumpy, and then <laughs> everybody's like, well, but at least I didn't get anything, so it's fine. I'll pay more. It's fine. And it's there when you need it, which is. And it's there when you need it. Yeah. yeah. If something like bad happens, like you don't have the family that has to pay like crazy health insurance money. Exactly. That's that's really nice. I really like that. 
Um, but, you know, and to be completely honest, I don't know where my career is going to go. Um, I want to be an autism advocate like I have been since January of this year. And I want to keep doing that and I want to change policy. Um, but, you know, it might take me a while to get my master's degree. So I don't know what I can do with my bachelor's. Because once I get my bachelor's degree, um, I get FAFSA, which is financial aid. Um, because I'm too poor to afford college. But uh, when you're an undergraduate, you get grants from, like, the state and everything. Once I... I'm no longer in my undergraduate degree. They no, they take away the grants and you can only qualify and you only get money from scholarships and loans. And this is how a lot of people actually go into debt. Um, loans build interest and a lot of it over a very small period of time. Um, and scholarships are extremely hard to win. I remember yeah, learning how to apply for them in high school. And I, I applied for at least 20 or so scholarships and I got none of them. Um, you know, and my first year of community college, I accidentally, I didn't realize I accepted loans. And I ended up having to pay a little over $6,000 um, and it was accumulating interest daily, you know, and so like, not, not very many months had passed, um, when I realized, oh shit, I have a loan, and it was already at $6,000, so. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we do have something like that. We have loans, but they have very low interest, which is, uh, being held, like, um, uh, you said it is being controlled by the government so student loans are different loans and they have very low interest so if i were to like take out a loan for my uh, study i have 50 years to pay it back i think wow so when i start working like the interest is very low i mean in 50 years will still be like it will still have increased of course but like once you start working you can like pay it back gradually and then uh yeah then you won't have uh debt but i don't have debt now so that's nice i don't plan to ever accumulate debt and that's what i'm saying is you know, I'd only have to do 30 credit hours for my master's degree. But the fact of the matter is, with a lot of the money and scholarships being very few and far between and not wanting to take out loans, I might not get my master's degree for years to come. And working mm -hmm. at Domino's will give me that because... Uh, will give me will help give me that money because again I'll have health insurance by working full time. Um, my my wage will increase as I you know work there longer and everything. Um, yeah, of course. Also yeah. get different things. Um, you know, so like 
it might be another five, ten years before I get my master's degree. But, but can I ask, how, how much is like master's, like one year, for example? Uh, that varies depending on where you're going, but in state, like if you've lived in the state for, so the way it works here in the United States is you get in-state tuition if you've lived at a place for, I think, at least two or so years. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see. Because, like, here it is 2,000 euros for everyone, like, you know, for one year, whether that is bachelor or master. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we... <laughs> Okay, so let's see something really quick. 2,000 euros is $2,372.52 here. Yeah, so a little bit more. Yeah. Done. By a lot. <laughs> um, so, let's see. For every semester... So that's like costs... four times a year? Or two, two times a year? Let's see. For every semester... I believe that's about six thousand dollars. <laughs> that is a lot. I think that's four times a year, right? Or two times a year. Uh, Wait, how many semesters? Two times. We have uh, two semesters. Two blah, blah. Yeah, we. Have so it's roughly six times as much mm -hmm. per year. Is that for a bachelor as well? Yeah, this is this is just for undergraduate right now. God dang. Uh, so let's see. This like, year... We have the, the, the thing that it is... Uh, if you like go from high school to college immediately, you just get the 2,000 euros a year pay. But if you... If I were to say... Uh, like, I stopped going to college for, like, 10 years now, and then I want to start college again. Mm -hmm. Then I have to pay, like, the full amount, which is the amounts that you're describing per year. Oh, wow. Okay. But see, at least your guys's is per year. Ours is per semester. That's just... God. This is awful. Oh. It's... <laughs> it's... I'm sorry, but the more I know about America, the more I think it is not living the dream. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing about living here is it's just it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's like so expensive because it's sorry. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say it's like expensive because. Some people don't have to pay, like it's, like it's it's uh, cheaper here because everybody pays for everyone. Mm -hmm. For example, the same as with schooling, it's paid by taxes. So people pay taxes so their children can go to school for like cheaper prices. Yeah, last last year I had to pay. $1,000 out of my own pocket, 1000 plus out of my own pocket, and um, because FAFSA didn't cover it all, and then I also had to 
pay interest because you get interest at school as well, apparently. Still with FAFSA, dude. Yeah. And also, I, I, did, I did pay, like, my full... I, I have my bachelor degree now. Yay! So, that would be 6,000 euros. <laughs> so, I would say roughly 7,000 US dollars. But, yeah, like, I worked for that money, like, over, like, summer vacations and stuff. So, now I am loan-free. I am free of death. Debt. Debt. I can't. I can't do that word. Debt. Debt. No, depth is like, uh, like when you look into a well. That's yeah. depth. You mean? Death. But it's debt. Yeah, it's just more like. But that sounds more like, like dead. <laughs> it does actually, and it's accurate too. <laughs> but there is a T in the end of depth. That fuck, I can't. <laughs> there are some words I just can't like. Uh, I can say two, the word two, but if I say one, two, three, I have to really think about the word two because otherwise it like shifts into something else. <laughs> like the, the T of two really becomes like really weird when I say one, two, three. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I do that with a specific word as well. Um, zip code, I have to say zip and then code. But if I say, like, postal code, it'll turn yeah. into, like, postal cold, which is really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Yeah. So it's going to take me a really long time to probably get my master's degree. And to be honest, I guess that's okay. At least I'm going to be working in an environment that I really enjoy. Um, I think I think that's the most important part. Find some place that you can work in an environment that you enjoy, where you could work for a long time. Like that you don't have to count the hours until the clock goes. Yeah. Enjoy what you're doing. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's the main message of this podcast. And when you start counting your hours, just think to yourself, like, oh. Am I actually taking the time to take care of myself? And then, you know, the answer is probably you not. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, should take my own advice. <laughs> I should take my own advice. Too. <laughs> exactly. Everybody, take your own advice. <laughs> because um, everybody's really good at giving advice, but nobody's good at actually doing it. It's true, though. It is. Because yeah. everybody knows that you have to sleep and you have to drink water and everybody knows that stuff. But nobody does it. <laughs> also, that's extremely true. Yeah. So extremely don't stress true. about job interviews. Plan ahead. Do your research. Prepare some points for yourself, like your strong points, your weak points. Well, be open and honest, but not too honest your job interview which sounds really weird but there's a fine balance and people can help you find it like maybe autistic people have been in job interviews or even neurotypicals because they actually really know what the employer wants they know the manual they just have to tell us how we read the manual I don't know how they know this 
they just know how to answer these questions. I don't know how they do it. But they can help us. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just find someone who did a lot of job interview. And train. Practicing is a good way too. Practicing is a very good way. Yeah. Um, another thing what? that job interviewers ask is like co about conflict resolution. So like, yeah. tell me about the last time a coworker or a customer got angry with you and what happened. You know, and then you just kind of tell them what you did. And then if you haven't had that kind of experience with a coworker or a customer, you could say. Oh, well, one time, you know, I haven't had that kind of experience, but I did have this experience with my insert relative here, you know, and then talk about how you alleviated the situation. You could do like with a real life example, or you could say, but hypothetically, if I did have a situation like that, I would probably resolve it this way. Like You never know what you would do when someone is like really angry at you. You can kind of kind of guess and what is appropriate that you would do mm -hmm. especially with customers <laughs> customers always get a smile even though the smile is not real true <laughs> true um let's see really quickly i'm also going to look at another one i think i've used this link in particular before but this one is on adultistic.com and it's five job interview tips for autistic adults. And this is really nice because this, like, this is also speci specifically pointed at autistic people. Um, the first tip is finding your neutral face. So a lot of the time we look angry or upset, maybe even sad. Um, and that's just because how we look. That's that's what our faces look like. Um, and I guess we kind of have to, like, practice it in the mirror until we look normal, I guess. Um, I have this really weird method. It's when you smile, even though it's a face smile. You can feel your cheeks. And then kind of feel where they are. And if you don't, if you have like a neutral face, you don't feel your cheeks. When you like actually smile a little bit, you can feel them. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. But like you have to kind of constantly feel your cheeks. And then you know that you're constantly kind of smiling. That makes sense. Okay. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing, but it, it kind of works. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Because I have, like, the biggest resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> um, their second tip is to bring a list of interview questions. So again, like we were talking about earlier, you know, make sure you have your own questions. Day-to-day um, -day responsibilities of this position. Um... Some of these questions I wouldn't ask. <laughs> like, maybe all of them that are left after that one question. 
you know, but I think it also really depends on who you're going to work for. Who are the or who are the company's biggest competitors? Where do you think the company is headed in the next three years? What are some of the opportunities for career development if I take this position? I like that question. That is actually a pretty good question. Um, and then what do you like slash dislike about the company culture here? Yeah, I would not ask that one. <laughs> that last one. Either. Yeah. But the, the opportunities for career development could be, yeah, could be an interesting question. And then this one says, study your resume slash CV, and then read it over a couple of times, just so that way you kind of know it um, in the back of your head, and that way you're able to kind of, like, talk about it a little bit. You should at least kind of know what's in there. Yeah. So if they talk about something that is in your resume, you're not like, oh, boy, is that in my resume? You yeah. should. You should kind of know your resume. Exactly. And another thing is, too, is that uh, they recommend practicing this, talking about your work experience in front of a mirror. It'll help give you a good idea of what your tone and facial expressions are like when you're talking. That's a very good one. You can also record yourself, which is very cringy to watch back, I'm sure. Because when I listen back to this podcast, I cringe like you wouldn't believe. Uh, so I almost never listen back to it, uh, but it does work, like it does show you what you do with your hands, for example, how you stand, uh, where you look, it can tell you uh, many things. That's fair. Point four, I love point four. Point four is, ask for a drink, I love, I love the, how they phrase this, so you can ask for a drink and then you kind of have a way to look away at something because when you pick up your cup of coffee everybody looks at the cup of coffee or tea or whatever that's true they do. so you kind of have a way to naturally break the eye contact which i think is a very very good <laughs> tip yeah that was really good when i was interviewing at domino's I was given, there was already a, a nice cold water bottle sitting there for me. And I was like, yes, water! <laughs> and it was and something to do with my hands. <laughs> exactly. And so I would just take the water or like I took in my own water bottle, you know, I think. No, I left mm -hmm. that in the car. But I was very happy to have it and just be able to like drink it and everything. Um, let's see. The fifth tip and final tip for this one is emphasize the advantages of autism in the workplace. Under no circumstances do you have to tell the job interviewer that you are autistic. Um, however, you can if you want to, um, but you can also highlight the advantages of the autistic mind over the neurotypical mind even if you don't tell them that you're autistic. So like, if the job is related to your special interest, you can say blank is a huge passion of mine. Unlike other people, I will never get tired of my work. Um, you have the ability to focus on specific tasks better than most people, which makes you more productive. Uh, doing repetitive tasks doesn't bother you at all, no matter how often you do them. That kind of thing. Um, let's see. 
I think we talked a little bit about this with like the whole schedule thing. If you yeah. like need a schedule for yourself, you can say you're always on time, for example, because you have a schedule so clear in your mind or, or literally on paper. You will follow this routine every day, so you will never be late for which is a very good quality to have. Exactly. Or you'll even be like maybe five to ten minutes early. Hey, you'll probably be, be early. Exactly. I'm always early. Me too. I'm like sitting out in my car for like five minutes before. Because like I'll get there like ten minutes early. And I oh. can't in until like five minutes before my shift starts. So I'll just sit there. <laughs> I have that too, and like every, everywhere I go, I'm like, I think at least 15 minutes to 20 minutes early. Unless it's like something I have to go through do every day, then I kind of know my time. But when I have to take a train, I'm not taking any risks. <laughs> I'm always early. I think the only thing about working at Domino's and working in the food industry, unless you work at like the cafeteria at school like I did, um, is that your schedule shifts every so slight, ever so slightly, mm. every week, and that can be extremely stressful. So, you know, you could talk, um, you could talk to your manager, or your boss about that. Uh, I spoke with my boss a little bit, wondering, I was inquiring about the schedule change, and he said that that's based off of the, um, kind of like what the store needs that week, and so you know, I'm. I'm still within my allotted time slot, and so I'm fine with it, but, you know, it is what it is, and it's okay, so yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, but if it does get to be too much, you know, or if there's a drastic change, let them know, and be like, hey, as I specified, these are the hours that I can work, and, you know, um, so I can't come in at this time instead of this time. So, like, uh, an example was that I was scheduled to work at 3 o'clock on Friday, this Friday. Mm. I still work at CII until 3, and it takes me half an hour to get to Domino's. And yeah, so, that's gonna work. Yeah, I let my manager know. I was like, hey, I'm still in school until 3. Can we, can we make, can I just come in at 4? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, most of the time... If you have a good employer, they'll be fine with it. As long as you let them know. Exactly. Definitely let them know. And if you're going to be even like maybe a few minutes late, let them know. Yeah, let them know. Call. All of a sudden there was an influx of traffic. I'm running a little late. You know, so like that happened to me last week when I was going to the, uh, the cat shelter. You know, I was making really good time, everything was going really well, I was going to be 10 minutes early like I normally am, and then all of a sudden, I used to be like 20 minutes early, but the door is always locked, so I just, and then sometimes it takes her really, uh, the woman who's working there in the mornings before everybody shows up, it takes her a really long time to come and unlock the door because she's giving the cats their medicine or whatever. And so sometimes I'm out there for like 15 minutes more than, you know, uh, so I just started going later. But anyway, something happened in the midst of traffic and it was just dead standstill. And I was like five, ten minutes late to my shift because of that. 
you know, but I texted her while I was in the standstill and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be late. All of a sudden traffic got really, really heavy, you know. Yeah. Um, but just let them know that you're running late. Most people um, will be fine with that. Yeah, exactly. And just make sure that you also don't do it very much. Like if you're yeah, late, not every week. Every so often, that's fine. Um, but don't make a habit out of it and just say, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, my, I, I, I forgot to look at my schedule," or "I'm sorry, I was using last week's schedule, so I didn't think." You know, you can't constantly do that because it doesn't work that way. That is a sure way of like being unreliable. And getting fired. Um, yeah, you will get fired. <laughs> yeah, so that's just something else to be careful of, is just to kind of remember that just because they're okay with you being late a couple of times because of things out of your control doesn't mean you should try to make a habit of it. And because those people rely on you, too. Mm hmm That's true. Um, that's very But I, I'm, I'm sure... You guys won't make a habit out of it. <laughs> it's not in many people's nature. Yeah, it, that's not in very many autistic people's culture or nature. Yeah, it's just like... I think every autistic person I've ever met is always on time. Exactly. Or early. Yeah, we're always or on time. Early. Or early. Yeah, early. <laughs> yeah, and like... Nathaniel and I have a thing about that too because if we're going over to his um, his cousins or his aunt and uncles for like a family get together he's like well we don't have to be there until three and it's like yeah but it takes us ten minutes to drive to their house <laughs> yeah, we need to leave now and he's like but why I don't like because he doesn't like being early he doesn't like yeah. to be the first person to arrive and I can agree with that but at the same time, it's like, but we still have to be there on time. And then sometimes we don't end up ha leaving the house until 3. And I feel bad because we should have been there at 3. And it's just a whole thing. So. I feel this because sometimes, like, people have, like, a party. And they say, well, it starts at 4. But they mean, like, we will welcome people from 4 till whatever time you want to come. But in my mind, 4 is 4. But if you're at 4 o'clock, then I'll be at 4 o'clock. Exactly. I don't know how, I don't know why my mind is so strict like that. But if it says 4 o'clock, I will be there 5 at minutes four. before 4 yeah. o'clock. Exactly. exactly. So I have to kind of will myself at the, those kind of events where people just have people walking in. I just have to will myself, okay, I will leave at 4 <laughs> But it's, it's really difficult for me to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom is also really bad at time or whatever. We used to always agree, okay, 2 o'clock is when everyone will show up. That's when our family get-together starts. She'd be, she'd be there at like 4 or 6, depending. And it's like, we told you too. And so we'd have to start telling her a later time or an earlier yeah. time so that way she gets there on time. I have and those friends. It's like, have... how and why are you like this? I hate it so much. Yeah, some people are just late every single time and I don't know how they can live. Yeah. 
with themselves. How do you go to sleep? If I'm late somewhere, I don't sleep for like three weeks. Like I will worry about being late even though people didn't really mind. But some people are late like every day, and I'm like, how, how do you sleep at night? I don't understand. She was late to my high school graduation too. So oh. That was really embarrassing and oh. disappointing, you know. So like, <sighs> be on time. Uh. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we touched on everything that we could. Um, another link that I will provide in the episode thingamajig, uh, is Autism at Work, Three Ways to Optimize Your Resume Slash CV. So it tells you to watch your wording, um, and then, like, it has a different kind of way, so, like, on, um, you can... I'll, I'll include the link because it's a lot more difficult to like kind of explain it than it is to be like, here, look at this. Um, and there's that for you, Nicole. Uh, Thank you. Subtly, subtly, sub, subtly. How do you say that? Subtly, subtly? What? Subtle. Oh, subtle. Thank you. Sorry, it's spelled with <laughs> a B, and so my mind is like, that's not going to be pronounced like a D. Sud, 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 wait, say it again. Subtly. Subtly. Is that subtly? Really? Yeah, that's subtly. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> that's how I feel. Not how you write <laughs> in my mind. Exactly, because it's sub and then T-L-Y. Subtly. But it's sud, subtly. Why? Why? Subtly. Why English? Why? Exactly. In, in Dutch, it is subtil. Which Easy. makes more sense. Subtil. Subtil? Yeah. Subtil? Yeah, something like that. It's like, it's almost the same word. It's like, uh, S-U-B-T-E-A-L? Wait, I, I didn't spell it right. Because like, E and A is like different letters. Uh. Oh, see, that's nicer. At least it makes sense. Um, but this I one says subtly. Subtly, thank you. Subtly, <laughs> I can't read the fucking word. Okay, I understand. <laughs> I like your autistic strengths. So, like creative thinking, hyper focus, honesty. Um, you can honesty mention is a big your special one. interest in in your CV slash resume. So yeah. That's that. Why? Why would anyone write suddenly like that? Why would you ever? Yup, me exactly. I have dyslexia. This doesn't make sense to me. Because if you see it, it says subtly, but that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. So you just forget the B, suddenly. Subtly. Why did it becomes like a like a D? Yeah, exactly. Subtly. Like why is suddenly. It with a B, when it sounds like a D, that doesn't make sense. With with our word, it it becomes like a P, like a p uh. Word, word. Did you hear anything of what Nathaniel said? Uh, something with uh, pronunciations from three of them, like all. 
different languages, I think. Yeah, because we're from, we draw from three different languages, or at least the English language does. And French. French, Eng wait, French, English, and Spanish? No. I think we get it from German. Nope. No? What do we get it from? See, he doesn't even know, but we, <laughs> um, yeah, but like, yeah, it's just so annoying. Uh, another thing I do want to highlight before anything else is that this is going, this is a very long podcast, but that's <laughs> yeah. like making up for, I don't know, me not being here for like the past few weeks or so. It is um, okay. And this is a very important topic, but I also want to be careful with Nicole's time because what time is it for you? Uh, it's nine. It's, it's kind of okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Time differences are so much fun. <laughs> it's like eight hours? Yeah, we're eight hours apart, except for when we're on daylight savings time, then I think we're seven hours. Yeah, our daylight saving, we also have daylight saving time, but it, it's at different days that it starts. So sometimes it's 10 hours apart, but then other times it's 8 again. Oh, that's weird. I don't like daylight savings time. I. No, me neither. But I'm I in the future. <laughs> I think we're also working on getting rid of daylight savings time. Yeah, we've been like trying to get rid of it for years but it's kind of stuck for some reason yeah it's a nuisance and like we don't even really need it anymore honestly because we're not working on farms anymore exactly exactly we now have alarm clocks we don't need daylight saving time it's true i would be happy with either sticking with the one hour you know what? I'm just going to say this. I'd be happy just continuously having that extra hour of sleep. Yeah. All the time. I don't care <laughs> if not, it gets dark early. How that works. What? That's not how that works. That's how that's what they explain daylight savings time as is that you get that one extra hour of sleep because when we set our clocks back, we lose that hour. Yeah, but you get it back. You get it back. Like when you reset when you set the clocks again then it's you get it back <laughs> yeah that's exactly yeah we get that hour back but i'd rather not lose it <laughs> i know it's annoying but that's what people say and that's what it's supposedly is and stuff it's yeah it's a whole thing so it looks like everything originated from west germanic language yep and then uh, we have Dutch and English and uh, Frisian is a bit weird, which is also in the Netherlands, but it's Friesland, which is one of our provinces, but they have their own language, which is Frisian. Interesting. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of things. Got a lot of languages. I'm so bad at them. 
But I think we have discussed everything for the job interviews, at least. I think so. There's probably more tips and stuff like that, but we will leave some uh, sources where you can find some of them. Yes. I, yes. That is exactly what we will do. Um, I think, again, we said it throughout the podcast. We said it at the beginning of the podcast, but we're going to say it again at the end of the podcast just because it's very important. Take care of yourself. If you start to experience burnout, take care of yourself. Take time for yourself. Drink a lot of water. Talk you're not to good friends. to yourself and you're not good to anybody else if you're experiencing burnout. So Please don't burn out, people. We need you. Exactly. Make, do what makes you happy. You know, and take that time for yourself and make sure you have that time for yourself. I'm gonna listen to my own advice and watch House today. I need to. I need to give one more thing, piece of advice. I found something that helps me sleep like a charm. Ooh, what is it? And it is like those meditation sleep guide. And there's like one channel on YouTube which is the Honest Guys, I believe, and they have those sleep meditation video. And then you just yeah, I can see. Oh yeah, I'll look it up. But it's like, uh, sometimes they do like a story, uh, it's mostly like stories or either descriptions of places. And it helped, it helped me so good, I've never seen anything work that fast. I'm like asleep in like, uh, 10 minutes or something, if it's not less. And most of the times I don't sleep for hours. No, it's the honest guys. Meditations and relaxation. Sweet. I will make sure to include that. You know what I've actually been using lately? Um, also, I found... Aw, oh, Simba's on my weighted blanket. Um, I found I found a weighted blanket on Amazon. Sadly, it was extremely expensive, but it was mm. worth it because my 15-pound weighted blanket wasn't doing jack for me. Um, you needed a... But this one has two different covers. It has a cover for the winter, so you can mm -hmm. use it to keep warm, and it has a cover for the summer, so you can still use it and keep cool. Nice. And it's totally worth it, in my opinion. Um, Treat yourself. If you think you need something and it is expensive, save some money and treat yourself, because you need it. Exactly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was $114. It, sometimes it's like really worth it. I mean, my uh, noise canceling headphones were like almost the same price as that, but I, I really use them every day. That's so and it's it's worth it. It's, it's already worth it because if I would have to pay $1 or 1 euro a day to use them, then it's al then I've already got my money. Heck yeah, and I actually got it for $99.81 because there was a coupon, but nice. I'll, uh, I'll include the link for this too. And it's also 60 by 80 and 25 pounds. Um, they don't have smaller ones, so but I wanted one that was at least 25 pounds and I got a 20% coupon, so I'm happy with it. But yeah, it's really nice. Um, 
one of the most most important things to keep you from getting burnout is get good sleep like get enough hours and get some deep sleep either with weighted blankets or meditations or both it really works for some people not at all but you can at least try it <laughs> because i really thought those meditations would not work on me and i was asleep in like Five minutes. My dad used to come home drunk and every I, day and hit me. I was back. My mom had passed away from giving. Yeah, another one. Uh, actually, what I've been listening to for the past few days, plus is um, let's see. I use I use thunder. I use rain and fireplace sounds. Yeah, that also works. And I have one for like eight hours, and then I have one that's live that runs for twenty four seven, and it's just so nice to fall asleep to. It's really nice to wake up to. Um, yeah, you can have thunder and indoor rain, heavy thunderstorm. There's some without the thunder noise, because not everybody likes thunder. In real life, I'm a scared little chicken shit sometimes when the thunder is really loud but when it's controlled on a tv it's really really nice um yeah and it's just amazing i would like to say it's just amazing absolutely um background noise really well like the background noise to keep your mind of your own thoughts that that's just it works like a charm yeah and so those are there are those links too i sent them to nicole thank you you're welcome i will use those <laughs> definitely <laughs> they will all be in the description but yeah guess it's a wrap yeah that is a wrap Oh, there it is. Sorry, it was on a black background and I was like, where'd it go? Um, yeah, so water, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. Take our own advice. Um, <laughs> there are not going to be any advertisements for this episode just because it was really long for one and for two. You guys deserve an episode without advertisements. But, um... Yeah, thank you for joining us, and honestly, I hope to be back at this f soon. But if um, not, you I'll make sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure she gets some done. <laughs> no, I won't push you. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, thank you again for joining us. If you stuck through this entire episode, and if you did, thank you so much. If not. Well, you're not going to hear this anyway, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that picked up on the mic or not. Uh, kind of, but not, not understandable. Cool. Um, Nathaniel says that those guys are losers, the ones who didn't make it to the end. <laughs> so if you are here, you're not a loser. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... Take it from us. We must know. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Comment banana. <laughs> Somewhere. Just 
go on the actively autistic server and go banana or whatever tag us in like facebook and instagram we'll know banana yeah um but i hope everyone has an amazing day or an amazing night whatever it is for you guys i just hope it's awesome and i hope you have sweet dreams uh good sleep i wish all the luck to you guys Good luck with your job interviews in the future. <laughs> yes. Um, we love you. And we wish you a wonderful existence. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everyone. Actively Autistic was directed, produced, and edited by me, Gabby. And so is the music. The music was made by me, too.